Welcome to the Take This Personally podcast. I was just thinking that we should have like something in the podcast that is mm. kind of not necessarily personal for us, but you know, kind of talks directly to the listeners to make it more personally to them. Listeners with a, with an S. You think there's more than one? Well, eventually, <laughs> we have to presume. And uh, but we'll see. But just have something somewhere down the line. See if we can come up with something that that kind of tickles people or gets them maybe even agitated or whatever. Not insulted per se, but just you know wakes them up a little. Mm-hmm. Not much. What do you have in mind? I don't know, but I'm sure that the subject that we're having could give room to something like that. So just keep it in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm think about it so yeah the take this personally podcast with roger north and q andrew mcintyre there we hello. go hello 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 so we we talk we philosophize we take a subject which is usually or is so far and i'll try and keep in that way just a single word and the word of the day the word of the week the word of the fortnight whatever is freedom. We've had already some hefty subjects, but freedom, that's... that that Just a little niche, obscure subject, really. It's a little thing that, you know, what can you say about that? I mean, you're done talking with that quite, quite soon. It's a little, <laughs> little thing yeah, that nobody ever writes a song about or no movies are ever, ever made about. No quotes are ever repeated about. We may have more than one episode called Freedom, given the the very wide area it covers. You know, micro, personal freedom, something more broad, like national freedom, you know, rights and freedoms, freedoms and responsibilities. There are huge variations. A whole bunch of variations and angles that we, we might cover. That kind of kicks off the whole thing with a bit of a dilemma, because which which way do we go in? Well, how do you define freedom to begin with? I mean, it's you're uh, you're free to define it anywhere you want. Yeah, that's the thing in it. So so that kind of goes to uh, so what is it that you're going to talk about? I mean, it's the 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 freedom of speech. Is that a thing that we talk about? Boy, <laughs> that's we, have to. we have to. <laughs> we have to. Oh God. Yeah, you can say whatever you want, but you know, just don't. Be I guess. Uh, well, it uh, just a bit of backstory. It um, it popped into my head when I was out for my walk yesterday. It was pouring rain, and I I chose to go out in freezing rain because I knew the park would be empty. And actually, I felt myself smiling as I was walking because we were literally the only two creatures there. Me and dog were the only two creatures in the park because it really was rain. It was like one degree. It was that it was horrible but it was just delightful. And I just made sure I was wrapped up warm. So the elements didn't bother me. And just the idea popped into my head of freedom, the oppressiveness that we sometimes carry that I noticed, like, you know, I was contrasting it with some other days when I'm out in the park and because of lockdown, really the park is the only outlet for some people to get their daily exercise. And I found it really not quite as enjoyable on some days, because it's absolutely packed. And it's quite a big park I go to, but also given the middle of winter, it's quite a bit 
of it's now just a mud patch. So you have to walk around certain, so bits of it are kind of no-go zones. Well, not for dogs, you'll go anywhere, but it's muddy. There are kids playing in the mud. There are runners and cyclists cycling past you. It just uh, feels like I'm on constant alert for her, making sure she doesn't run into the path of a cyclist and it doesn't feel quite as fun. And I thought, well, it's exactly the same park. Conditions are slightly different in terms of who's there, but it just felt more free yesterday. And just this idea of uh, freedom as a, as, a, as a concept rather than an actual, than a fact, if you like. Because you're just as free in yeah. both situations. The laws surrounding you or society surrounding you doesn't change for the fact that you feel more we i have a, a similar anecdote i mean when we were living in rotterdam you know when it's a relatively nice day you go oh yeah you know we'd like to go for a walk well where you go in the city nah not really a little bit of green and we just look at the map go oh, that's nice over there so let's go up there but there were hundreds of other people thinking the same thing and parking lot to the park thing he was was stacking they were parking down the road in order just to get there and we were driving up there and was like well if we want to go we have to park here and then walk 10 minutes in order to get to where we want to walk between all these people and we were like nah we're going home we're not going to do this and where we live now we just you know like this morning we just walk outside and walk for an hour and we don't run into anybody not the same park, not the same setting, of course, but the difference in your mind to how free you are. You know, you're already going like, you know, society is packed up with people. There's a lot of people. How do you free yourself from? Well, that's the thing. I mean, the, the question around, around it is like what, free to do what or free from what? So it felt freer walking in the park where there was nobody else there. But in the wider context of what we're going through of lockdowns and people feeling constrained, we are constrained. You know, there, there's a whole bunch of what used to be normal life, which doesn't exist anymore because mm -hmm. it's just shut down for, you know, reasons of the virus and public health. And some people are really having a good so-called good pandemic because they're finding ways to finding outlets to keep themselves sane and happy and so on through this very difficult time. And other people are feeling constrained like not free they're feeling unfree you know the word we're using is lockdown this is lockdown we're not locked down i don't feel locked down some days feel a little bit more challenging than others but that's usually when i expose myself to the media and i read some of the stupidity that's going on but actually i don't feel unfree i don't feel locked down i had a chat with a friend yesterday and he's been having a difficult time and I've been having an okay time and he's kind of turned the corner. So I was happy for him that he's kind of coming through it. And even he could be happy that I've had a good time. And despite his, his difficulties of feeling sort of locked in. And he says a lot of it, you know, a lot of it had to do with how he was feeling in himself. And I think that freedom has a lot to do with that. You know, how we feel in ourselves. You could say that it's a fact that we're locked in, shops and restaurants and things are shut cultural activities are curtailed so you could say it's a fact that we are not free to do what we want but we are free to do what we want and i know that some people will find that challenging you know 
because they might want to go to go to galleries and and it cafes. depends on where your focus lies right yeah exactly i don't feel like i'm in lockdown i feel i'm taking my responsibility for society and for myself you know it's not the same thing i mean there's a difference between and and it's it's a bit of a because there's people in the world that are truly locked down you know, yeah, and that's, when, that, I'm that's not right. just talking that's about right. criminals or whatever, but also political, you know, and those kind of people, people that are, are truly and literally locked down and, and complaining in where we live in Western Europe about being locked down, having your freedom being taken away from you, because that, that's how far they go. And you go like, well, no, it's not entirely true. I mean, it's not really fair to put it that way because and i'm i'm okay with having the discussion that that's fine but the problem with it is that when that is your reasoning then your mindset will go to i'm a prisoner mm-hmm. instead of i'm taking my responsibility and i still have the freedom to do whatever the f i want it's limited you know in your, your, your movement but it's your choice. It's your state of mind that determines whether you're free or not. That's kind of what I was getting at. And to a large degree, that's true. It's our state of mind plays a big part in the notion of freedom, whether we feel free rather than the fact of being free or not. How do you determine that? You know, that, you know, two people I've found inspiring in my life. One is kind of an obvious Nelson Mandela in the 27 years. <laughs> yeah, in, I was thinking about the prison, you know, but there was there was what he did with himself in the time he was incarcerated. The other is Terry Waite, who is a special envoy from the Archbishop of Canterbury. And when in the 80s, there were a couple of Westerners taken hostage in uh, Beirut when there was a lot of conflict there. He flew out there several times to try and negotiate their freedom. And on one of his trips, they they took him hostage. So he was incarcerated. And there was a speech he made when he was released and he got off the airplane and he just sort of produced this, this lovely inspiring speech. And I went, wow. Okay. So there's two, two people who've been incarcerated and factually you could say they weren't free, but something inside their mind and their soul felt free enough to thrive and to live. You know, it's about the meaning we make of our situations. And I know that's a very glib thing to say because I haven't suffered in anywhere near the way that those two men have and that lots of people in the world still are. But given our current circumstances, and that actually quite a lot of what we used to consider everyday life, I think, will be curtailed indefinitely. We need to get our heads around that, come to peace with it, grieve it, you know, feel angry, feel sad. But we have to get to a point, I think, where we go, and I still am free to make choices in my life, even though certain things are now out of bounds for public health reasons, you know. Yeah, and those are... are pretty heavy i'm still in the in the belief that many people don't really get it despite you know what you can learn not necessarily what you do learn because when you watch the news i mean i'm convinced that it's the the information you get there is is kind of limited Mm. kind of limited it's Mm -hmm. very kind of yeah they don't want to scare you right they want you to watch the news the next day too and so they they always moderate whatever it is that they show, but with this with the with the pandemic and we can do an episode on that. But the word pandemic, just the word 
in and of itself, that should scare people shitless. There shouldn't even be a discussion about anything really when 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 organizations like the the world health organization start using the word pandemic you should worry you should maybe even panic even a little uh, so yeah that's a pet peeve i mean i get very upset about the way it's being sold to people that the earnest of the situation is just not it's just not there it's just not heavy enough they're just not putting it out there enough and it oh, you gives mean like the gravity like the gravity of the what gravity was happening of the right okay yeah how, yeah how 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 i mean especially now hey where you have uh the british variation and there's a brazilian variation mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it takes only like two or three mutations for something like this to be uh, even worse and if we don't nail it then there is the theoretical chance that we lose, I don't know, uh, a third of the population of the world. Well, I mean, I mean, in this country, in the UK, we've passed a milestone, a horrible milestone of 100,000. Officially. Death. Yes, official, which I'm suggesting was probably met months, a couple of months ago, if not a month ago. I think the figures yeah. are, are, are undercounting. So just in this one country, that's an excess of 100,000 people at least who've died of this. And the, the, the lack of timely interventions is down is partly related, as related to why we have so many excess deaths. You know, things could have been done better and sooner and quicker. Yeah, so my point is with that is that it, it leaves people too much time to come up with alternative mindsets. You know, that if, if we were from the beginning have had this this notion, this idea that the pandemic is a global catastrophe, like, you know, however you want to describe it, but but as it is, the, the real situation, yeah, the people, how they're dying, the fact that they're dying and all those kind of things. And if you're not clear enough on that, then people can have the room the time to come up with their own personal oh what's the word interpretation of the situation when that happens then they can get to a state where yeah but i am the victim here i'm being victimized because i need to be locked up i'm glad i don't have children and i and i don't pity the people but i feel for them you know those who have like two or three children around whilst trying to work from home both full-time i mean oh man yeah i mean that would drive me insane it, it would you know if from the get-go the mindset would have been different then a year on into the problem we you know well it's i mean it's it has kind of compounded or added to this sort of conversation about freedom and what personal freedoms that has been building for a number of years freedom of speech i think is an important freedom but when beginning of what's his name's presidency and they were spouting alternative facts when they coined that phrase alternative facts. And I thought, no, no, we're, we're going into dangerous territory. You're free to have an opinion, but you are not free to have an alternative fact. Somebody listening might really object to that on some philosophical grounds or something, but you're not allowed to have an alternative fact. I'm sorry. You're just not. 
there are laws of the universe, human invention. They are, you know, you, you don't get to make it. If you count 100,000 people at the inauguration and you say there were a million, that's, well, they're alternative fact. No, you, you can't conjure up something that's not there or disappear something that is. It's, you know, some things just are. And this virus is a virus. It just is. It's not a plot, you know, and I think and I've come to the point in my life recently in recent years where I something that I've been very careful about not saying in my past when I was younger, of course, give benefit of the doubt and everyone's got freedom of opinion. Da, da, da. I've come to the point in recent years where I just say to some in my head about something, you know, that's just wrong. Or I hear somebody talking and I think, no, they're just wrong. You know, and I, it's an interesting point that I found myself listening and, and thinking that person is just wrong. This is a virus. People are actually dying. Yeah, yeah. I think that the freedom of speech discussion is it's always a fair discussion to have. But I think what most people are kind of lose sight on is that in order to have freedom of speech, you first got to have common sense. You got to have some tolerance you gotta have respect for each other and those kind of things you cannot have a civil debate if your position is that i can just say whatever the fuck i want regardless of who you are of what you feel or whether or not it's true or not but that statement i think that's that's central you can't have a civil debate or a reasonable debate unless i think i would probably mostly agree with that but I would disagree with what you said before. People are free to be intolerant if they want to. People are free to be ignorant of something and not educate themselves if they want to. But those sorts of things, you can't bring that to a reasonable debate. You, I don't think you can have a reasonable debate and bring your intolerance. I don't think you can have a reasonable debate. That involves, for me, listening and bring ignorance. You know, like people who've watched half a dozen YouTube videos are suddenly experts on viruses. I don't think you can bring that ignorance to a reasonable debate you can bring your biases and your prejudices and so on to that but i wouldn't call that a reasonable debate i would just call that catfight exactly yeah okay fair enough i just feel when you're in this in a civilization or in a society where respect for each other and tolerance for each other is becoming more rare that freedom of speech becomes this thing that people hide behind in order to say whatever the fuck they like. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. And, and yeah, just pure hate. And it's just not the same thing. It's not, that's not the idea behind freedom of speech. The idea, in my opinion, anyway, the idea behind freedom of speech is that if you have an issue, then you're more than welcome to address that issue. But if you start spewing, you know, Nazi bullshit mm. or being anti-Semitic on a level that is just, whoa, like the people who were wearing the Camp Auschwitz shirts, sweaters at the Capitol, Camp Auschwitz, and then literally translated from the German working makes free. That literally, that would in itself be a freedom of expression you know freedom of speech but you can't have that there's no reasoning behind it that can justify wearing a shirt like that there's there just isn't 
doesn't matter where you're from, who you are, what you've been, doesn't, there's, there's just, there's no reasoning. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I hear and see that stuff and I think, well, they're, they're not actually interested in living in a civil society where freedoms are respected. They're, you know, the irony is that they're not interested in freedom at all. Those sorts of extreme views. If they want to defend their freedom to say whatever they want, but they're not actually interested in freedom and other people doing the same thing. They want to shut it down. And that's my concern. But it's interesting that we are being challenged in these days to actually explore what freedom means. Because I think people just go, freedom, I can do what I like. Mm, no, I don't think so. That's the thing. No, I don't think it, so. No, no, it, it's not. There was some, I'm trying to think who it was I read recently that said, you know, America has got a Statue of Liberty on the East Coast. What they need is a Statue of Responsibility on the West Coast. Because you can't just have liberty. Unbounded liberty is not freedom for everyone. You need some, you need to balance it with a sense of responsibility. You can't say whatever you like. So you're free to believe you're free to, to resist the, the vaccine. Fine. Don't do that. That's fine. You're free to do that. It won't be imposed on you. You are free to believe what you like about vaccines. That's fine. But I start to take issue when you spread disinformation about vaccines that might put somebody off from getting a vaccine that could save their lives. That's where I draw the line. You're free to th think that. You're free to behave how you want for yourself. But if one, say one parent, denies their child a vaccine, which is potentially life-saving, I have a problem with that. So this is, you know, it's causing us to examine what freedom actually means. Yeah, well spoken. I'm just listening to you and I'm just like that kind of nailed it on the head. Well, you know, there's all these protests. I mean, you, you, I've seen them in the Netherlands recently, the anti-mask, the anti-lockdown protests. There has been demonstrations here in Trafalgar Square. And I've seen pictures of people at these things holding up placards that say no forced vaccines. And I think nobody's even suggesting it. Nobody's even suggesting forced vaccines, except for you. You seem to have a paranoia that you're going to be forced. No one's going to force you. No one is ever forced Babies, granted, you know, I remember when I was growing up, I had a little yellow World Health Organization passport with all my vaccinations and I've still got it somewhere from when I was a baby. You know, you're vaccinated with all the certain things that you are when you're a baby. And I'm, you know, born in the 60s. So there are certain things that probably needed to get vaccinated mm -hmm. for. I've traveled to India and to Africa and some countries there required yellow fever vaccinations. I had no problem putting that in my little World Health Organization passport. No problem at all. No problem at all. If I wanted to go and visit those places, of course I'll get a yeah, vaccine. Yeah, but that's the funny thing is that people who are anti-vax or whatever, and they don't want the corona vaccine or whatever, but if they want to travel to some African country where they should get vaccinations for, because otherwise they're not allowed into the country. or They're not allowed in the country. They'll happily yeah. get them, yeah. you know, so... Back in the 90s, when I was doing that sort of traveling, it wasn't even a question. It was like, you know, if you want to you look on the information sheets, this is pre-internet days and the embassy will send you an information sheet. These are the things you must do before you enter a country. You go, right, fine, that's right. I'll do that. Okay. Yeah, you wouldn't question you know? it. And it's even simple things like, if you want to travel to my country, you will use our currency. Fine. I don't think that's a curtailment of my freedoms and my human <laughs> yeah. rights. You know, if you want to come and drive in the UK or Ireland, you will drive on the left. Fine. It doesn't curtail my human rights. But this, oh, you know, and if, and there's this, this thing coming out now, no jab, no job. In other words, some employers are saying, we need you to get the jab. Your employment might be under threat if you don't. Oh, how dare you curtail my freedom? And I get their point. I really do. 
but, but I'm sort of on the, riffing on the same thing that I was just riffing on with getting a vaccine to go to India. Well, then don't do don't it. Don't go to India. You're free not to go to India. You're free not to have that job. Oh, but it's blackmail and there's no one's forcing you. No, you have a choice. But there is a public health risk. You have a choice. If you choose not to believe that, well, that's all right. No one's telling you have to believe it. But if you want to operate in this society, this is how it will be. And then that's why I get angsty with people not wearing masks. Just wear a mask. Just wear a mask. Oh, but it increases my CO2 intake. It does not. If you want to spout nonsense like that, firstly, I suggest go and read medical stuff about CO2 and how much a mask increases your CO2 intake because it doesn't. It just doesn't. Whether you believe it or not doesn't make it so. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. And it, it goes into a, to a realm where we have the quick fixes of the internet and the funnels that we get caught in when we stay in our bubble, which is designed to keep us in our bubble. And in that sense, people create, because those people who are complaining about their freedom in, in that sense, they are creating their own prisons. They, yeah, they create yeah, the prisons yeah. in their minds, you know, where more and more things are just encroaching on their freedoms and they take the obvious things because mm -hmm. everybody is spouting that and yelling about it and all those kind of things. And they miss the things where their freedoms are literally curtailed, like in some cases online or I know in the UK with, with crypto, it gets more difficult to trade and all those kind of things. And uh, there's just there's always certain freedoms being uh, curtailed. Negotiated. Yeah. This well, I think they were more negotiated. I think we have to be part of a conversation about it, though, rather than things imposed, because that's when it feels like curtailment. You know, you may not. That's what Yeah, exactly. The funny thing is that we are so focused on these obvious freedoms that are right there, but the things that are happening behind the screens they forget to take a look at and the things that are actually 1984ing them so to speak sure it is about it, i get it it's about it is about i mean london is and, like and, the, and the, the capital yeah. of cameras right i mean there there are more sure sure cameras. sure we're the most surveyed exactly, city yeah. you know, those yeah, kind yeah, of things yeah. and and are people on the street every day to protest that because if you're talking about freedoms i mean they can follow you from your house to anywhere in london just by pushing a button Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's the amusing bit about the folks who have this idea that the, the vaccine has a microchip and they can... Uh, exactly, but, you know... Microchip it, it, and I think, okay, seriously, so you're the same people, you literally have a smartphone in your hand typing this on Twitter that literally can tell anybody that wants to know exactly where symbolic. you are, like what your search history is. It, I know it's symbolic, but that's that's my point, right? I mean, it's it's symbolic in a way where people are yelling about their freedoms, and and yeah, whilst having an iPhone or any a smartphone, where everything mm -hmm. that they do is courted, is sure. interpreted, yeah. it's, it's tracked. being tracked, yeah. it's being used, it's being sold, everything comes back to them one way or another, and they accept that as being just as is because it's a convenience and all those kind of things. So they do that, but they, they complain on the other end about their freedoms being taken away and whatever while giving up their freedoms so dramatically. 
while giving up some actual freedoms, they're arguing about freedoms, that, fi fictional things that are going to be taken away. Like this vaccine contains a microchip. Yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whether it does or not, though, is irrelevant for me. Because I'm already, I, mean, I have a smartphone. I've sent emails. I'm on the internet. I've got a social media presence. Why would they want to trick you that way? To begin with. Oh, well, exactly. I What's mean, the what, motive? What they, What's okay, the motive? there's somebody looking at a computer screen and going like, oh, Andrew is going to the loo now. Good. Yeah. I oh, know. he's going yeah. to the park but now. I, oh, good. But I, but I do that myself. I go on Twitter and tell people on Twitter that anyway. So, you know, they don't the need. Government doesn't care. <laughs> they don't care about your, as, as an individual, what you do. And, and they don't care about that. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. But it is a conversation, I think, you know, it's about, okay, fine. Yes, I, I absolutely think we need to strive towards more freedom, but it's balanced with responsibility if I want to live in a civil society. You know, I don't understand, for example, the need to own a gun, but some people in the States need to own a gun, and it's one of their freedoms that's enshrined. I don't have a beef with that, per se, but the, the idea that is if you own a gun, then there's a responsibility that's tagged onto it. In other words, you're not free to do whatever you like with that gun. You are not free to just wander into a shopping hall and shoot whoever you like because it's a bit of fun. There's a responsibility. And that's, I think that goes with and any Many freedom. gun owners take that responsibility incredibly serious. I think for a lot of gun owners, that is current climate is, 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 is really a problem because it's, it's their hobby and their passion in some cases. And... They have no interest of toting these guns about on the street or, or dragging them to a capital or they have no intention, no interest at all in doing that. But there's just this couple of idiots that feel that they do need to do that because they think it's their freedom, the Second Amendment. Uh, and, but it's just, yeah, like you say, it comes with a responsibility. Yeah, which is, you know, comes back to my point about va vaccinations. You're free to do what you like. It's your body. But when it starts to curtail other people's freedom to do what they want with their body, with through disinformation or coercion, that's where I take issue. Yeah. Well, that's, that comes back to relative freedom of speech, of course, right? I mean, so you can keep going around in circles a little bit. If somebody denies a vaccine, that's fine. I guess I don't agree with that at all, but that's your choice. But if you start convincing other people to not do the same thing or to do the same thing that you're not doing, and then you go, yeah, but I have a problem with that. But yeah, but that's freedom of speech. The first one is freedom of choice. The other one is freedom of speech. I mean, but shouldn't free, shouldn't freedoms also be a thing that's well thought through? Like if I choose not to take the vaccine. I should think that through. It's not just about me because I'm not, you know, what was the yeah, no you should have a proper island. reason, you know, it, it having a chip in it is not, is not a, that's not a, not a reason not to take the vaccine. I don't know what's in it is not a reason to, to not have a vaccine. I mean, half the stuff in the supermarket that you buy, you don't know what's in it, you know? So it's the, the, the arguments that these people have are completely of the grid. They're, 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 I, this is the thing. People can choose to believe what they like. Fine. You know, I'm not going to take it because I don't know what's in it. Fine if they want to use that, but they're happy to eat processed food. I have a problem with processed food for me personally. I don't have with it, a problem with it per se. People can buy whatever processed food they like. Fine. But if I'm going to make a choice about, well, so we'll take the vaccine. I think it requires some examination. Like it's not just about me 
choosing to have it or not to have it. If I choose not to have it, I go, okay, well, this might have repercussions on other human beings. In other words, I might be a carrier of this thing. Well, I'm choosing not to believe that this thing really exists. So, so what? Who cares? Well, that's where I take issue because you don't get alternative facts. If I choose not to have this vaccine, well, I, I might spread it to people at my job. They might sack me from my job. Well, that's not fair. That's not my, within my human rights. Well, it is if you make a choice that somehow has detrimental effect on somebody else. So I think the, these choices that we want to, to make for ourselves, I think, bear some examination. This whole thing, again, it comes back to this whole thing of liberty unbounded is not the way to go. It's, it's our death now. We can have freedom with responsibility and some thoughtfulness involved. Not just, I want to do whatever I like, and you're stopping me from doing what I like. Well, you could make no, it as simple not. as that, but it's not. I, 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 I'm reminded of a, a piece of lyric from uh, Amused to Death from Roger Waters, where he sings like, uh, give anyone species too much rope and they'll fuck it up. We are a prime example of that. But it kind of goes also into the amount of freedom people get, especially in an uneducated situation. And then, because then it gets interpreted in a way where you make it personal, you, you, you make it petty, and you make a problem out of that. And that, I guess, goes back to what I said at the beginning or earlier, is that, yeah, you can have the freedom, but you need to take the responsibility that comes with it. You know, it, it, it's, it's a great power. It's a great gift, right? I mean, not everybody has it. There, there are whole countries that don't have it. There are generations that didn't have it. Uh, there are uh, races of people that didn't have it. And uh, for us to actually have it comes with serious responsibilities. Absolutely. And some of those... Absolutely. And trade-offs. And tra exactly. trade-offs and, and I mean, compromises as well. You can't well. have everything you want, you know, simply just for the reason no. that you want it or that you feel, you know, entitled and those kind of things. So it's a very delicate state for a society to be in. Because if there are enough people that go like, yeah, I'm not, I, I'm not taking the vaccine because it's, you know, it's got stuff in it that I don't know or chip or whatever reason. Then, but no, but the thing is, if there are too many people saying that, you're going to reach a point where they're going to make it mandatory. Because if not enough people take the vaccine, then the vaccine is not going to work. If you have only have 60% of the population that takes the vaccine, it's not going to work. You know, we're going to keep having this problem. So they're going to have to make it mandatory in order to get on top of it, in order to get rid of it. Because we have to, as a society, get on top of this. Because if we let it linger and viruses, their only purpose is to be endemic. Yes, it will mutate. They, 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 they have mutated. They are mutating. They will exactly. mutate. That's so what if viruses you don't, do. If you don't take control of it, if you don't nail it down, it'll it'll rule us. So if there are not enough people that take the vaccine, then it will become mandatory. It's guaranteed. It will happen. And then those people going like, yeah, but I don't want it for whatever, in most cases, stupid reasons. I get what, you, I get what you're saying. I, I think we're, we'd be on a, on a very slippery slope then. I would be sad about that the day that they make them mandatory because i think well we've fucked it up we've even fucked up 
I think it's inevitable because it's because we have to force yeah. we have to force this stuff that we've yeah. succumbed to ignorance. You know, I I I don't know what's in any vaccine. I, I don't know what's I don't actually know what's in a, a paracetamol. I don't take them often at all. I don't get aches and pains like some folks seem to get headaches and stuff. But you know, if I have a bad headache, if I've you know, if I get the flu, and I get a bad, I will take a paracetamol to, mm -hmm. to deal with a, you know, headaches or body aches or something. I don't actually know what's in it. I don't actually know how it works. I don't know the complicated stuff that goes on at a cellular level, but it's not going to make me reluctant to take one because I know exactly. it works. I don't know. I don't know actually what's in quite a lot of stuff in this world, but if I spent all my time trying to research absolutely everything that I consumed or touched or breathed or drove, I wouldn't have a chance to live. I would just be forever. Well, going it wouldn't make you happy either. YouTube videos. How does a car work? <laughs> you know, here we are doing this across two different countries and I don't actually know what's going on with the technology, but I just trust it's working. And you don't want to know either. I mean, there's, there's just, there's literally too much. Know. First of all, there's too much information. And second of all, there's, there's just, I mean, you don't want to know everything because you'd be very worried, I guess, you know, you, you don't want to know. I'd be yeah, bored. Maybe I'd be bored. Yeah. <laughs> this is too much. I want to play with my dog and paint and read and yeah. At some point, you just have to, to accept whatever the there is and, and paint. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so acceptance. Well, I think acceptance is a big part of freedom. That's what I come back to the thing about my walk. Like some days, it feels not so enjoyable because of the crowds, and I feel I'm dodging cyclists and trying to make sure she doesn't get hit by a bicycle and all that. But yesterday. It was really miserable outside, but it wasn't miserable. I had a delightful time being pelted with rain. It was freezing cold. She was covered in mud and I found myself smiling. Yes. Yeah. State of mind. Mindset. That, Acceptance. Yeah. Just state of mind. And I do feel for people who make it so hard on themselves by listening to people who are just trying to gain... Oh, Something. there is, you know, that opens up another topic of Brexit yeah, and what people it. believed and how they ended up, how they ended up choosing that. Anyway, we see that car crash slowly happening. It's another, it's another podcast. Yeah, we're running out of time. So you are right. This is a subject that we would revisit because and then maybe in a more specific context because to have it as 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 a broader subject as it is makes it kind of tricky to nail something down but i think isn't that delightful though Roger? Like, we're not actually trying to nail anything down we're just we're just gas bagging that's, and i that's think the freedom that we have that's the freedom that we have just then i thought well People were free to choose Brexit or not. People are, you know, this 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 subject is so mm. huge. I think we'll revisit it again. That was a silly thing to say. Revisit again. Re means again. <laughs> yeah. That was a tautology. Anyway, we revisit. <laughs> we will at some point for the next one. Oh, don't know. No, don't know. Well, we'll just have to see. Until then, adios, adios, adios. arrivederci. Salute. And uh, this is uh, Roger North and Andrew McIntyre. <laughs> <laughs>
signing off for the Take This Personally podcast. And we'll hope to bore you the next time around. <laughs> or not. Whatever. No. We'll hope to talk to you the next time around. So thanks for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>